Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. How's it going, everyone? This is Tyler Dunn here with Jim Monas for another episode of the Go Long Podcast brought to you by Hamburg Brewing Company. We're drinking beers, Jim. I don't think our, our guest here is. I, I doubt it. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he's he's got his water. I like it. Big, big jug of water. Darren Hall, ladies and gents, uh, San Diego State cornerback. One of the real under-the-radar studs in this draft that's going to be drafted here in hours now, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, so, Darren, how you holding up? How's life? Going real well. I'm just going day by day, just making sure that I'm doing what I can and just not trying to think too much about it, you know. Uh, that's how you really cause stress and anxiety. So just living in the moment. When the day comes, the day comes. Just waiting for my name to be called. So, Darren. Uh, the head coach for the Bills, Sean McDermott, uh, he, he kind of cut his teeth in Carolina as a defensive coordinator in Philly before that. But one of the things he always loves about his corners is tackling. Mm-hmm. And he can't stand corners who don't tackle. Like he, It's almost like just don't even talk to me about them. So mm-hmm. I will say I threw on your tape, and, man, I tackle. congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Have you always had that mentality? Does it mean something to you? Yeah, just uh, growing up, like, playing for my dad's team. Like, my dad used to be my coach growing up. So, like, he would he would always break on, like, no fear, basically. So, going out there to play with no fear. I feel like uh, doing that since I was, like, eight years old, that probably helped me a lot. Just spilling it into my brain, like, my brain, my body. Like, you know, throw it up in there. Like, you can't be out there being afraid of people who are bigger than you because they all fall the same. They all bleed the same. So, go out there and make a tackle. <laughs> I like it. Would you – um 
you know, this is a hard, I know this is a, the process is long and, and we were talking about a little bit of the pro days and run 40s and jumping verticals, but you're about to get back to football. Are you excited just to get back to playing football? Yeah, I was excited the day the pro day was over. Uh, I was hoping for it to be done early with at the combine, but that got canceled. So uh, we had to just prolong a couple more weeks, and there was a big emphasis on the pro day. So uh, since that's been done, that's been it's been all football for me. Football, getting in shape, and uh, just trying to get back into it. Uh, it's going to be a long year, I've been told, for rookies. Like, that's the longest year to your career. So just getting ready for it. Whoever told you that gave you good advice. It's yeah. the hardest year of your your whole career. It's crazy. And to think about this with no combine, if if you went to the combine, were you going to participate and do everything? Um, you know how and, – and then pro day, you could have just done some position drills. Exactly. Is that how you were going to do it? Yeah, that's how I planned on doing it. But, you know, COVID has changed a lot of things in the world. So you got to read and react, just, you know, go on the move, so. Did you feel like you met with a lot of teams at the uh, Senior Bowl? We met with every team. Every player there met with every team at the So that they, they set it up that way where you're yeah. okay, good. It was like two separate days, like the first half. They had like two days of 16 team interviews, and it took like three hours each. So it was like six hours of interviews well, all that night. And you, you've talked to all these teams, but, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, Darren, it sure seems like the Bills are interested uh, a couple different virtual meetings, right? They had you, then they had you back. And, I mean, Jim kind of hit on the tackling, but they also love those instinct, instinctual um, zone corners, you know, that can play on the make plays on the ball. That seems to be your strength as well. So just how were, how were those meetings with the Bills, and um, how do you think you could fit in with the Sean McDermott defense? Um, they were real well, uh, I would say, uh, from meeting at the Senior Bowl to meeting, like, individually with the safeties coach and uh, some of the uh, player personnel, like, coaching staff. So uh, I just feel like we went over their defense. So I see how I can learn their defense in the meeting or just if I could remember a certain cause or, like, a certain check if there's a motion or something like that, going over that with the safety coach. And then just uh, going over my personal life, just asking me questions about my past, uh, why I went to San Diego State, why I chose uh, to come out early, things like that. Just kind of getting to know me a little better as a person uh, other than a player. So, Any heated games of rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's got to be like, so I feel like we've done this, Zoom stuff for a while, Jim, like with the podcast, I've done a lot of interviews on Zoom. And, you know, at first it was kind of really strange and awkward, you know, at the start of COVID and now it's the norm. We're doing it here yeah. and it's nothing. But like when you're meeting with these teams and there's just like so much on the line, so much at stake, they're trying to figure out really what you are as a human being. Like you just said, they're asking these questions. Is it is it strange? Like what what, what are the bills asking to, to really get to know you in this kind of setting, you know, through a screen? Yeah, um, I feel like they're really generic questions. I feel like at every team I've met with, even at the Senior Bowl, they asked me the same exact question. Same, like, <laughs> same it was, question. It was going like, and we were going team to team, like 15-minute interview, then a, a, a alarm was sound, and we go to the next team. So they're asking me the same question back to back to back to back to back to back. And they got super, like, dreadful, like, okay. like, And it's at 9 o'clock at night right after a practice and meeting. So, so we went straight to interviews, and it was just a crazy process. But after that, we I come home, we have interviews with other teams, and they ask me the same things, and it's like the same. And I was just like, didn't you just get this information? But at the end of the day, they just want to know 
I don't feel like it's they want to see if he had the same answers or something or uh, just I don't know, but nothing really personal. I would say just like base level questions so far. You know, it's like, funny, Darren. You would you rather do this at the Senior Bowl where you just it's almost like a press conference. So all 32 teams are in front of you, mm-hmm. and you can get it over in 20 minutes to 30 minutes instead of meeting with every team and hearing the same questions. Cause you're right. We're mm-hmm. all going to ask the same questions, but the NFL as scouts and, and personnel people, we always think our, we have to do this privately. Like mm-hmm. we, we need to, we have special questions for him, but you just really basically said what I've always known is we're all asking the same things. Yeah. You, you love football. Uh, have you faced yeah. adversity? Uh, well, it, it, but right. And, and it, at the end of the day, they just want to know, can you make plays? You know, are you going to be healthy? Are you accountable? And we're drafting. You know, that's really at the end of the day. Well, if you're getting the same questions, Darren, that's probably a sign that you're just a good dude. Because I would feel yeah. like like those – that setting, Jim, like the, the really specific pointed questions, they got to be for somebody that's got a skeleton in the closet and you're trying to – really get to the bottom yeah. of that, you know? So if you have no off-the-field issues, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. Nothing really, you know, so – but here's where I would say, Tyler, where I always thought it would be cool to put somebody in front of – because this is what the NFL is going to be like as soon as you get drafted. Yeah. Is put every put, put a guy that does have some issues off the field. Or, you know, when, when I say issues, it may have been whatever, a DUI, tested positive. At this point, yeah. nobody really cares. We just got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be cool to see somebody stand up or, or you know, be in front of a whole room and, and just talk about it. And then he can be done with it. But because yeah. sometimes, you know, sometimes to me, own up to it, talk about it. At the end of the day, the NFL doesn't care. Yeah. We care about how you are as a player and are you going to be available to us? And when I say off the field issues, and obviously this isn't to you, but when guys that do have off the field issues, the concern is, are they going to be able to play on Sundays? Mm-hmm. And and that's why I think it'd be cool to see them sit up in front of everybody. Hey, admit to your mistakes, and let's talk about it, and let's move on from it. You know, let's yeah. get back to football. But anyway, I just I always thought it'd be a cool thing to do. But yeah, I feel like it would be, but I just feel like the individual meetings are like make it more personable. Like yeah, like if they're cool, trying to get to know you personally. Yeah. yeah. So I see why they're doing it. However, I just feel like. It's a lot. It's a lot. It, it's 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 tiring. Darren, where would you where would you be excited? What round would excite you? What round would disappoint you? If you got draft wise, um, I've, early day two, like super exciting. But I don't think I would be disappointed like wherever I get drafted. I feel like. Uh, as a smoke, like uh, Stefan Diggs said this like the other day. As the smoke clears, you'll see who's still in the league, basically. So no matter where you get drafted, if you can play, you can play. So um, it may not be as like a much luxurious life in your first four career, like years in your career. However, as you continue to play and make plays, like it'll all come. So great attitude, Darren. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that answer. And the reason I asked that is like um, a guy like Shady McCoy, mm-hmm. um, who we had in Buffalo when I was here. Um, known Shady for a long time. And he, when I talked to him at the combine, he was like, Jim, I'm not, they're saying I might go second round. Mm-hmm. Like he was kind of, he couldn't believe it. And I said, Shady, 
trust me because we we were from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We're from the same area, so he he trusted me to at least talk to me about it. And I said, Shady, whether you go first round, second round, fifth round, don't get upset. Like yeah. just don't get upset. Do what you do. Get that next contract and prove everybody wrong. But that attitude that you that answer you just gave that is perfect. Honestly, yeah. just don't 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 stress over what round you go. Just enjoy it. Because I always tell people, when you were in sixth grade, if somebody said you're going to be drafted, you would have been like, "That sounds good to me." Yeah. Right. And then once you get in, do your work, and that's how you get paid. Exactly. The second contract really where you're making money anyway. So. There it is. I even worried about nothing else. Good job, man. I like that. What? So just tell us a little bit about yourself, Darren. I mean, like, what do you think kind of separates you? You know, uh, even uh, even off the field, it's anything you've you you've been through. I'm sure these teams were just asking all this, but like, yeah. is there something about you that um really makes you who you are? And and also, is are either one of you guys' houses on fire? I think I hear a smoke alarm, but maybe I'm just hearing things too. Yeah, it might be here. It might be your house. <laughs> I got nothing here, Jim. Are you yeah. good? I have a window. I'll jump out this window if I have to. Yeah. Man, I must I'll just be hearing things. All right, but um. I feel like what separates me like off the field and I'm not really sure how other people like walk their lives out like on a daily basis however but just me and like my relationship with like God and Christ really it's like it's giving me like a supreme confidence that like I really don't really care what anybody has to say negatively about me or any naysayers or anything like that's not what I think I am or know I can do it's like it's fresh off my shoulders like just falls off like we could care less and I feel like a lot of people don't have that mental strength or capacity to actually know who they are and not let people or other people around them kind of affect them and how they play or even anything so I just know who I am and very confident in myself so I feel like I just embrace that and really like exude confidence really so when did you really kind of um Get get into religion. Is that is that something at at a young age where you going to church and it was always a part of your life? Because I think your your dad has a foundation, right? Or he started yeah, something. My dad, yeah. Um, I've been going to church my whole life. Uh, and some people like that I know have also been going to church a long time. Like kind of say it feels like a chore or like something that they have to do, but I really don't have that feeling. Really, I thought I like to do. It. I like to uh, practice my own faith. So. It's been something that I've been like doing through my whole life, though. Yeah, how, how do you kind of put it into practice then? How do you live it? Just living out what the Bible says, really. Just yeah. trying to don't. No one's perfect. Everyone messes up. I might fall short somewhere. I might slip up. I might do something that's not according to what the Bible says. I'm like, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and say I am. But uh, just try to be the best man I am every day. Be better man than I was yesterday, and keep getting better. And what does your dad do again? I think it's. T T G O G. What does yeah. that stand for? If you can see it. Oh man, you got the tattoo right there on the yeah. forearm. Nice. It means oh, to the glory sweet. of God. Yeah, it means to the glory of God. Uh, he started it in, uh, when I was in high school. He was, like text me before every game, and uh, he would say like to the glory of God after every text, like at the end of every text. And then one text, he like one game, he texted me like T T G O G. I was like, what the heck is that? Like, what are you saying? And then he told me like, oh okay. And then like uh, before my senior year, he put together like a. Uh, it's like a mentoring program, and uh, we would meet every Thursday before every high school game, and it turned into, like, that was in 2016. So since 2016, he's been doing that and just reaching out to the community, just trying to get them to feel like 
they have someone to talk to, especially men, because, like, men maybe, like, hold up in or they don't really, like, know how to express their feelings or so. Just a safe space for men to talk, young men at that. You know, Jim, I'd be interested to, to hear your thoughts on this, too, but, you know, I'm not not to get overly preachy. I mean, I don't go to church nearly as much as, as I should. Okay. Um, yeah, no judgment. But, but I mean uh, – you know, I mean, I obviously believe in, in all that, and we, we just had our, our baby girl baptized not too long ago, all that. I got to say, Jim, like, talking to a lot of players, the happiest players that I ever run across are guys like, like yourself that are really steeped into religion in, in some form or yeah. fashion. You're just genuinely happy. You just seem like a genuinely yeah, happy good. guy. Yeah, good. yeah. There is something to that. I mean, why, why is that? I think you see in every locker room, Darren, in the NFL, every team I've been with, you'll see the players that have that strong faith community, and, and you guys will all gravitate to, to each other. And, and honestly, and Darren, you said it, there is no judgment. Yeah. It, it really is. Hey, and, and you're going you're gonna to be in a locker room, and you've been in a locker room with players that don't care about religion. But yeah. those guys are so good guys, too. And, yeah. and, you know, it's just it's what you believe, but you will find – You'll find your, you, you know, you'll find your your clique that that you can at least have the same, you know, beliefs and talk to about the faith. And I think really, I think it's great to see, you know, the no judgment thing is huge. I really mm-hmm. believe, and, and you're going to see it there with politics, you know. And this happened in Buffalo, Tyler, um, when when Trump was running for president, and Rex Ryan spoke at the um, at our hockey arena. The head coach of the Bills yeah. kind of went to Trump's rally well that that was a tough deal in the locker room because yeah, yeah you get it Darren you see what I'm saying yeah. so but but at the end of the day there was no judgment I think the players put it aside hey business personal is two different things and, and at the end of the day football is a business yeah and I got to show up and work even if you don't believe in what the coach believes in as far as politics mm-hmm. but you got to put all that aside but there is it's it's really cool to see how guys gravitate to each other and that that won't be an issue yeah guys just hated the fact that rex's defense sucked you know they didn't really (laughs) care who he voted for they didn't like the fact that they had to juggle a zillion different things before the ball was snapped jim so i he he could have voted for you know neil down the street here uh (laughs) his brother his brother said it was our fault so that's a tough one Oh, yeah, Rob. Yeah, the voice of reason. Um, Sorry, Darren. We can't put Darren in a tough spot here. No, I didn't want to do that to Darren. (laughs) Darren, what about this, though? How much East Coast, uh, like, if you got drafted to a team on the East Coast, are you good with that? I mean, I'm not, like, against anything. I don't know where I'm in. There's, like, 32 cities that I could end end up being at. So I'm just keeping my mind open. I don't know where I'm end up, like. I've always had a feeling I was going to go somewhere cold, but we'll see. We will see. Here's a question I always ask every everybody I've ever interviewed drafted, and I always like to know, like, what what do you like? What are you listening to right now? What's what's good right now, um, music wise? Music wise, dang. Like for you, what do you like right yeah, now? Yeah, uh, I feel like I like rotate like the same music. Like I always listen to like an album that comes out. Like I'll just try it and just see if I like it or not. Like I really like music, uh, but mo- like the majority of music I listen to is really like uh, R and B. Like yeah, on a daily basis, like I'm just gonna R and B more than like I listen to rap, like or, or yeah. hip hop or anything. It's just like sometimes it's just too much. Like I like rap music a lot and hip hop a lot, but it's just the mellowness of like the R and B music is just like it's just smooth. It's just smooth. Hey, I'm with you. That's the best. That's why I love that that 
you know, that answer. Cause I just like always knowing like what gets guys going sometimes. What do you like yeah. to listen to if you're just chilling out and everybody's yeah, different. Um, There's no right or wrong answer on music. Yeah. What you like. Plus, like, I heard that a lot where in this violent game, you know, where you're taking each other's heads off for a living. And it, a lot of guys do just kind of like that chill, relax. You yeah. know, they don't want to put on the ACDC and, you know, run through a wall. <laughs> and that's the cliche. Yeah, I mean, De- yeah, like Devin Singletary for the Bills. He was just telling me that he works out to Teddy Pendergrass. Like, I don't know how you work out to Teddy Pendergrass, but he does. <laughs> that's hilarious. Do you like Teddy P? I mean, I, I don't really got too much of him in my phone, but I heard a few of his songs, so. Okay, okay, yeah. Man. No, but it's true because here's a, a thing I always liked about players that I like the guys that you can talk like this with Darren and, and it's not hardcore all the time, but, yeah. hey, come game time, I'm flipping it's, the switch. Yeah, ready to go. Ready to go. Man, at San Diego State, too, like you guys had a ton of DBs that could get drafted, right? I mean, you might get yeah. – Four or five guys drafted or to NFL teams? Yeah. Uh, I think the our pro day this year, like for draft eligible, draft eligible people this year, I think it was uh, like eight people, around eight people, three of us DBs. So um, the crazy room to be in, fun room. I feel like they're really my brothers. I don't have any brothers. So, um, like, they really are my brothers. Like, people, any team, like, I've been a part of, like, I feel like uh, I've drawn super close to them just because I don't have any or didn't grow up with me. So, yeah, I love those guys. What made your group uh, special then? What was just different about your secondary, you think, with these guys? Just how close we all were. So, like, we kind of trust each other, like, a lot just to do our jobs. And if we needed to, like, call something on the fly inside the play, like, I could look at to my right or to my left and trust that they're going to do their job as well. So made it a lot easier for us. I mean, Jim, you were just grinding the uh, the L twenty two, as the as the kids say. On uh, oh, on Darius, so what do you see, man? What pops? I see a lot of really good things. Um, Darren, I didn't know what you ran at your pro day. I didn't look at anything that watching tape. The only thing I saw sometimes I don't know about the recovery speed. If I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. I didn't know about the, the just the straight recovery speed, which is a big thing for corners. Especially, you know, if you jump and, and have that, you know, try to get back on it. I don't know what you ran. The only thing I questioned on the whole tape was, does he have that, like, that, that second gear? Yeah. Because every corner is going to jump. You're going to jump something. And, mm-hmm. and and that's the only thing. I loved, I loved your footwork, your instincts, your ball skills, your toughness. Like, dude, you're fine. Like, you're yeah. good. I'm trying to give you an idea of what NFL teams might say. Mm-hmm. Does he have that, you know, recovery speed? Yeah, that's what every uh, that's probably the only question that, that teams were asking about. I ran a four four one, but I don't is. really get beat. I don't get beat much, so I didn't, um, see, I didn't see it either. Yeah, um, and so I was like, there was a couple times I was kind of thought, hmm, is he closing? And I just didn't know. But that's sometimes on tape where you you don't get enough opportunities to see on tape, yeah. and you just flat out run. So hey, you did your thing. If you did that, there's no yeah. questions then. No questions. Yeah, a couple of the bit actually. Uh, I was I forget who I was talking to. It was with the Bills, and he was like, "I'm one of those people who thought you couldn't run." So I was like, "So that came up." That came yeah, up. multiple teams. So I was just like, "It's okay. Like we'll see when we run. Like and I run, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like I know I can run." So yeah, so that's good, and that's it. And and don't yeah, I don't see you being a a scheme only corner. I think you can yeah. play for any scheme, and and man, I think you're gonna have fun. I hope it goes down for you. You know, if it's not day one, I hope it's day two, like you said. But 
man, you're going to have a fun couple of days. You, you say, yeah. It seems like you handled the process really well. Yeah, real well. I'm just looking forward to watching my guys get drafted, people I was working out with, That's friends awesome. I know. Just It's a fun process. Awesome. So I know we was all going through it together, laying on each other like, man, this week was hard. This week was a little easier, but looking forward to it. Are you in San Diego right now? No, I'm in the uh, Inland Empire. In, in L.A.? Yeah, well, uh, it's like a little more inland than L.A. It's a you little can't call, more You inland. can't call it L.A. That that nah. that wouldn't be. I got you. I got yeah. you. A little bit, a uh, little bit east L.A. Yeah, literally. Um, I worked for the San Diego Fleet in the AAF league. Um, I don't. Were yeah, you in Kelly. college when that thing was going down? Yeah, I was in college. Cam Cam was on that team, right? Kelly. Cam, uh, oh, they, hey, the sickest ball skills. Yeah of any corner slash safety slash receiver. Yeah. We tried to make him into whatever we could. That's a great call. I love Cam. Yeah, Cam I love his whole love personality, Cam. his ball skills, and, and crazy. high point in the ball, crazy. Like, crazy. as good as guys I've been around in the league. The Steelers had him for a second, but he did he bounce out? Got a little bit of trouble. Got a little bit. He had, yeah, like, they, they weren't. Yeah. With the and when you're, a fringe, when you're a fringe player, uh-huh. Wait a minute, who, who is this? Who is this guy's? His name was Cam, Cam Kelly. Kelly. Oh, my God. Yeah, he got into some trouble there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, last Pittsburgh, year. he did. He did. Yeah, I yeah. was upset because they was loving him up in Pittsburgh. He was starting for a little bit. Got a at pick, safety. Like, I think it's safety, too. Yeah. yeah. I was I was upset he got into a little trouble. But I'm telling you, learn. he is. He is as talented. And, 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 see, and that's great that you – that's good that you at least know and, and can pay attention to stuff like that and see, hey yeah. – Stay out the way. Yeah, I know. He had his opportunity. He balled out for us. I was so happy when he got his chance in the league. He had like three picks one game, didn't he? His ball, yes. Yeah. His ball um, skills are ridiculous. Yeah. You know who I'm surprised um, hasn't just lit the league on fire? I, mean, I did a story on him when I was at Bleacher Report, Rashad Penny. I mean, yeah. he got hurt oh. last year or two years ago. Too, yeah, the, right. The injuries haven't helped. I mean, what? I mean, you, you you guys crossed paths for, what, two seasons, I want to say? Just one. But, Just like, one. before okay. I even got there, like, he would hit me up and, like, tell me to, how to work out or what to do. He was, like, telling me wake up at 5 in the morning before, like, to start working out. So, like, I was doing it before I got there. Uh, yeah, he was supposed, he, he was supposed to come to Vegas with me. From uh, I'm going to Vegas to watch the draft. So he was supposed oh, to come good. for me. Just to, I should meet you there. That sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and my birthday. I'm thinking, why am I not going? That sounds awesome. Jim doesn't gamble that much, so it's. It's gonna be know. a good weekend. My birthday's on Sunday, so. Oh. Awesome. This is perfect. It's perfect. But yeah, you uh, go from Vegas, so you're gonna get picked whatever day it is. Man, Are man. you staying through your birthday? Yeah, I'm staying until Monday. Hell yeah! I like it. I like you it. Do it right. You got to do it right. And yeah, because that's uh, you, although like you, you're optimistic. I mean, you want to go as high as you can could possibly go. But do you really feel yeah. like like Jim was asking you earlier? You don't. You, it really could be any any round. I mean, you, yeah, just, you have no clue. Round. I honestly feel like I'm gonna go higher than expected. Uh, that's I just think what you I'm are gonna, too. Yeah. So I talked to three of my friends I'm close with at work. They're pretty. They're good decision makers in the NFL. Yeah. Just hold. Just you're right. It, just, I'm just, you know, I'm just yeah. day by yeah. day. I'm just. I don't want to get. I know. I don't want it. But man, I brought your name up to all of them. They're like, oh, like nothing negative. So yeah. So I'm just, I'm just waiting, just waiting for the call. That four four one. I mean, that answered a lot. My phone's ringing all day, every day. I'm like, oh my gosh, like. 
this the correct draft day number for you? Yes, it is. I hang up. Oh. I get it. Ten seconds later, hello? Yes, this is. Yes. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Darren, this is, this is scary that you're saying this. It's 2021. So when I started working in the NFL in 2000, yeah. Yes. These phone calls were important because it was just different back then. You won't remember this, but it was just sometimes it was really oh, just point. one number. Yeah. Right. Landline. So cell phones, other people's. It was just hard. You just wanted to make sure. And the NFL can't stop. They can't break away from giving cut, measuring you 40 times to get your height. Mm-hmm. I got a really, and one time I was I was a little shorter at my pro day. Like, how am I like? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I always say we should measure if we measure if he measures at the senior bowl, he should be done measuring his height. Yes. I'm okay with getting another weight. Yeah. Because just to make sure you're not losing like control or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good with that. Hand, arm, all that, enough. One time should be all it is. But we will we'll height you every chance we see you. Every time somebody sees you, they're gonna get your height, whether it's five one one two, five yeah. one one three, it's ridiculous. And the same thing goes for the phone number. It's it's mm-hmm. the biggest panic on draft day because you don't want to look like how do we not how can't we get a hold of them? But it was yeah. so. Old. I got to put this information down a million times. A million times. That's all good. I'm just waiting for it. You're all right. right. You know what? That's a great attitude. It'll be all good when it's all yeah. done. You know, so you faced. I want to say what, Jordan Love in college yeah. and Zach Wilson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Zach Wilson. Okay, yeah, I like that, Tyler. I'll, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. Um, we played him our redshirt sophomore year. Uh, he had a lot of hype then. I I didn't see it. I'm not gonna lie. We played him last year, and I was like, he's it. Like he's 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 real good. Like we had we had him a little rattled. Like they it was thirteen three. We won thirteen three. My uh, redshirt sophomore year, we had him rattled. Was bringing a lot of pressure. He was throwing picks. He just wasn't like comfortable. This last year. They match protect for him. He was just back there throwing some perfect balls. He threw a couple balls on me. I was like, can't do anything about that. Like, but he's real good. Like, I feel like he should be a. I say he's a third. I think he'd be a third off the board, quarterback off the board. But we'll see how that goes. Okay, Darren, I love that you just said that. Because I've talked to a couple scouts that thought coming into this year that he wasn't even a draftable quarterback. Yeah. And then they they were like. Then you put the, you start watching him this year, and he was just you know, and he does have. I mean, I watch him. His physical skill set is there. Yeah. Who's your second quarterback? What's one? Trevor five? Lawrence, number one for you? Yeah, yeah, he's undisputed. He's going first. Who's um, two? What's what's one through five depicts for this, uh, the draft? No, I meant qu- just quarterback. Yeah, but Did what are the teams? Oh, so it goes Jacksonville, then the Jets, and then the Forty ers and then Atlanta. Okay, so Zach Wilson will go too, but but well, who would you take? Justin Fields, I feel like is too. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's loving that. Darren? I don't see, and they're saying he's dropping. But I saw something on like ESPN that say he had like uh, not narcolepsy. What was it? I think it's epilepsy. Uh, it's it's, it's just, like it's nothing to worry about. They're trying to come up. All he did was play with broken ribs against Clemson and Alabama. And win against all. I mean, I don't. I'm with man. I don't you make see my night. You I don't see night. how he's not like. High. I don't either. It's crazy. Crazy. I mean, I don't know what else you can do. And that 
you know, as a player, you probably feel the same way because you're probably looking just even at corners in the first yeah. round, like I, I can run like that. I made plays like that. Why, why can't I get in the first round? So yeah. that, hey, the fact you study the game though, keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, keep definitely. studying players. Yeah, Zach Wilson is good though. I will say, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, I was like, yeah, like, I see it now. Like, he, you got it, <laughs> you got it. He does. Ain't kidding though. I mean, you guys beat him thirteen to three in twenty nineteen. Yeah, he threw two picks. You know, threw the ball fifty three times and produced three points. Yeah, and then obviously in twenty twenty he had himself a day. But like, how do you go from a yeah. game like that, looking like that, yeah. being maybe an undraftable quarterback like like Jim Hurd? to being the number two overall pick. Like, is he that much different? Like, did he become that much better as somebody who faced him? Um, I feel like he got a lot more comfortable. Like, that's good. I like his that. second year playing. So, like, this, this is last year. was his third year. So, I felt like he was really comfortable. He was back there just patting and throwing. And uh, when we played them this year, we like to bring a lot of pressure. So, uh, they just max protect. And they was just run, like, a lot of two, three-man routes and – uh, the pressure wasn't getting there, so he had time to. If somebody was getting open late, and he had time to find him. So, but he's he, he's good and he's athletic as well, like more athletic than like you would think. Yeah, because he's improvisational. He can he can make those creative play. Gym I compare it to him with like Aaron Rodgers. Like I think he was a little Aaron Rodgers esque. Like a little I thought he had. I thought he was a little bit like Jay Cutler. <laughs> hey, Cutler no, was a good a quarterback. Good, yeah, no, he was, yeah, he was a good quarterback. This is a good no. That's a compliment. I didn't want to. I didn't want you, I, the way he the way he spins it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cutler had that just that rifle he shot to spin and had a little bit of cocky, um, talk shit kind of. Yeah. Guy. Bundle, yeah. He for sure has that bond. He's he's a super nice guy. After the game, he was talking. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like he's. But, I don't see how people think like. I don't know if it's just like how he was after the game or what he. I don't know where anything else is coming from, but he was like super like. Cordial, super nice. I'm just like, like I don't really talk to you right now. You just beat us, but good game, and everything. But his hair is a little too nice. You know, as a bald guy, I don't, <laughs> I don't like, don't like how nice that hair is looking. It's way too perfect. <laughs> cover, I'm covering my lack of hair up. <laughs> Man, hey, what else are you into just off the field, Darren? Like, what you, we, you talked about music a little bit. Like, do you have time yeah. for? Like, you gotta, you gotta have some interest outside of all this bullshit. Like. Getting measured and getting weighed and running. I've been bowling and... like three times in the last like week and a half. <laughs> just like <laughs> just because, but and I actually I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna take my sisters probably tomorrow. Um, but I like to watch movies. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a movie person. I don't really do much. Like I'm gonna play the game. The game gets boring to me sometimes. I come play for a little bit. I'm like I'm tired of this. But I could watch sit up and watch a movie all day. Like just sit up and watching a movie in bed. So. So you like movies and do you like um like HBO Showtime? Like were you into all those like um kind of those like long shit like yeah, The Wire? Long, I'm yeah, talking the wire. about like you got into all that Breaking Brad, Breaking Bad. I don't Bad. watch Breaking Bad, but Snowfall. Right. I watch Snowfall. That's probably my that's my favorite show right now. If you haven't watched it, you gotta watch it. Snowfall? Uh, yeah, Snowfall. Snowfall, Snowfall. Yeah, yeah, Snowfall. Um I watch Power. Uh, I'm just not getting into, like, into TV shows. I was more of a movie person. But, like, I'm just now, like, starting to, like, watch shows and be able to binge watch them and stuff like that. What's a good, what's a good like, go-to movie? My favorite movies is Transformers. Like, growing up, always, trans- the first, the very first Transformer. Like, probably, like, I could just sit down and 
even if I'm not really paying attention to it, I could just watch it and just feel good about it because like that's my favorite movie. But uh, let's the, see. what 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 got you about Transformers? I don't know. I think it was it the was it the um the way they shot the movie. Even like like, the, like for one, the Transformers look very real for a movie. That's I what like, I mean. That's what I mean. First, so it looked real enough. Yeah. Yeah. The first movie was made in like 2007 or eight, and it looks like. 2021 kind of graphics, like real good. Um, but I I like Shia LaBeouf. I like his acting in the movie. Yeah, yeah. He he did a real good job at portraying like Sam Witwicky and everything. So, all right. I mean, there's a lot of insufferable sports writers out there that love The Wire, but I can't let that go. What's the best season of The Wire? And who's your favorite character? I haven't finished The Wire. Oh. I have my dad. So I was talking about Snowfall. My dad and stuff. And he was like, "You got to start watching The Wire. Like, you got to start." It hurts. It hurts when you finish it. You're like, yeah, you don't want it to end. Yeah. So I probably watched like the first couple of episodes. Like it's sometimes like I'll start it. I started it actually like last year, and I just like was watching it, but I just stopped like having time. Like the season got into like super heavy, started watching film and stuff more. But I'm gonna get back into it. It's like what five seasons? Five? Only five seasons. I mean, there's, that, no, was there's that nothing was? like five? it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you've got yeah. the streets. You got the docks. You've got the political system, the education system, and then the newspaper industry was the last one. But hmm. there's nothing like it, right? If it almost feels. It, it just feels so real, like you know, it's yeah. subtle. There's, yeah. there's a there's a language of subtlety there. That that's how I feel about good. Snowfall. That's all my dad's like. You got to get into the wire. Like, you got to get into the wire. I'm do snow. Snowfall's gonna be. I, I'm getting into. I'm, I need something new to watch. I'm gonna do Snowfall. It's on Hulu. This the fourth season just finished. I like it going on for five, season five. So okay, that's perfect. I'm in. If you like the wire, you'll like Snowfall. That's what all right. My cool. Like, you'll love I like Snowfall. that. Our listeners just picked up a new favorite show. I love it. I love it. Well, great, man. Well, that boy, anything else you want to get into? I mean, we, we hit on so much, but, like, just anything else in your life that you've got going on that you want people to know? Just about you. I mean, uh, my dad has also created a clothing brand, Ball by Faith. Uh, you go get your clothes, get your merchandise. Uh, I shout I that you. out. Uh, let's see. What else? Hey, your grandfather played for the Cowboys, right? Yeah, a little bit. Not like he got cut, so like he didn't really play. But like he made the team. Well, he went on the team <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> That's why I grew up a Cowboys fan. I grew up a Cowboys fan, so okay. Yeah. So we're talking. Though you grew up a Cowboys fan, you're you're, you're younger than than me. But that, those had to be some pretty lean Cowboy years, right? Are we talking like yeah. Quincy Carter and that kind of stuff? Nah, I thought it's more so like I was. I was really watching like I could Felix Jones, Felix Jones, and um, Felix Jones, Darren McFadden. Yeah, Darren McFadden, uh, Barber. What's his first name? I can't think of his first name right now. Oh, yeah, Marion Barber. Okay, Barber. I don't know see his name right now. Yeah, Marion Barber. I remember I was watching the Cowboys game against the Giants like oh seven, and we lost. I just walked out the house, just sat outside. Like, I was so upset. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that Cowboys team was loaded. I mean, they should have won yeah. it all that year. Should have yeah. won the, the playoffs. The, the, the year that the Giants won, I'm watching it, and I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> That's right. So yeah, I grew up a Cowboys fan. As the years kind of went on, I just started liking football. Like I still like kind of favorite the Cowboys, but just teams and players. Like I just like to watch football. So. So the Bills gonna draft you? I'm talking to them a few times, you can feel like they're gonna be the team that takes you. I told my agent that. You did? 
I did. I felt I had a dream. I was in New York, and uh, I had like I had some. Well, like so, I've been telling people like I might stay home. I don't know where I'm gonna go, but like it would be cool to stay home. So I had a dream. I was in New York, and I had like these glasses on my head, and they fell off my head. Some kids stepped on them and broke them, and I was kind of feel like that's me not staying in like home or something. I don't know, but that was my day. That was like last week. So we'll see. He thinks otherwise. He thinks I'll be in Atlanta. That's what his. That's his guess. Uh, but hey, you never know. Never well, know. if you have a dream about like you know Niagara Falls and chicken wings and <laughs> you know Sabers tonight, then you, you know where you're going. So yeah, he's waiting on the the, the vision. I mean, I love living here, but I mean San Diego to Buffalo, that's that'd be a, that'd be a shock to the system. I feel like, right? <laughs> you only have to live here for the way the way the NFLPA has it set up now. You guys are all right. It's country club lifestyle. You come in here, you'll be here in the good months. Yeah, and then towards the end of the season, it, it, it'll get rough, but you won't care because guess what? You're getting paid and you're fighting. You're competing. Playing. Yeah, for play. Yeah, won't so. care then. You won't care. True, very true. I've seen every guy. I, we drafted, you know, we drafted guys here in Buffalo from Florida and, and you know, Cali, and and they're, they're, you know, it's a shock. It is, mm-hmm. you know, for about a couple months, and you realize I'm just playing football. It's my job. Yeah. You get through it. That's a fun. Did you have to talk guys off the ledge, Jim? Like, were there guys that were like, "Holy shit, Buffalo"? Um, well, when I moved here from South Carolina, mm. when I got the job they had to talk me off the ledge because I thought it was a 60 degree day in May. And I said, finally, the weather has broke. And they were looking at me like, no, it didn't break. This is like, this is about as good as it's going to get now, you know, <laughs> 60. But no, I, these guys, I'm telling you, and Darren, I'm sure you're the same way. When it comes, you, you separate business and yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you just go, you go and ball out. and You'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah. It's a good place to live too. People it love is. Yeah. Buffalo. Is a, Buffalo is a great place to live. I, it just took me a second. Like, yeah, I was talking to Isaiah. I know Isaiah Hodgins. So he was saying like it's just always it's always cold, but it is what it is. Like, so he likes here last week. Yeah, he said it was a it's a small town though. He said it's like everybody knows you. Like everybody would know who you are. It's very small, tight knit. But they they love they love Bills. Like, yeah, that's what he was yeah. saying. There is something to be said for being in a, a market where they eat, sleep, breathe it, and the mood and the tenor of the entire city is dependent on the wins and losses. It's not like that everywhere. I mean, it ain't like that in, like, L.A. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. As, a, as a player, I would want it to be like, you know what I mean? Like I Yeah, you feel like, I mean, even in, like, San Diego State, it wasn't really like that, like, for a, for a moment, they really weren't like fooling with us either. Because when the Chargers left, they was just like, "There's mm-hmm. no football." I'm like, "There's there's football Saturday nights," but you know, they didn't really they started to come out a little bit. We was winning, and then we started losing a little bit. But you know, it is what it is. Well, you're the man, Darren. Thanks so much for for hanging out with us, um, and best of luck this week. Hope it all. Works out, and hey, if the Bills do draft you, we're doing this at Hamburg Brewing in person. So oh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk to Sean. We'll say, you know, cut you loose for a few hours, you know, get some beers in you. We'll be good. Sounds no beers. Good. No beers. No beers. No beers. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Water. That's all right. That's all right. Well, hey, thank, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate, appreciate you guys. Talk to you guys. Thanks, Darren. Good luck, man. See you, Darren. Thank you.